Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shanna and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. We welcome you back. Thanks for joining us. Hello. So today we're going to be talking about a subject that Mandy nor I know a whole lot about. We are going to be talking about Mercury retrograde. Usually Mandy and I try to do subjects that we can speak from our own experiences. And I just think neither one of us have enough experiences with the effects of Mercury retrograde. And so we are going to be learning right alongside you on this episode. Actually, I I did feel a little off this past weekend. I was tired. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt really run down and tired and lazy. Blame it on Mercury. (laughs) Yeah. When we were talking about this episode and I started researching it, I decided I was going to do a disclaimer. And the disclaimer that I am going to give is on myself. When I was young, I have to admit I didn't give two shits about anything but partying and school was kind of in one ear long enough to pass my test or my class or my home or do my homework. And then it was just like out the other. Mm -hmm. I regret that. But the good news is now, because of these podcasts, I have been forced to be a student again. Yeah. And I love it. I don't know jack shit about Mercury, and I didn't know jack shit about astronomy or astrology. And this podcast and this topic today forced me to put my face into some research and use my brain and learn about things that before I didn't care about. I don't know why I waited till I was 43 to -hmm. want to learn. But I think that it's like we talked about in past episodes that it was part of the awakening. When you awaken, you just like want more, more, more knowledge. Right. I agree. And so I did have fun with it, but I will still admit, and this is the disclaimer, that I'm not particularly good at understanding this topic or astrology or space or the solar system. None of it just really resonates with me. I have a hard time with it. This podcast has been awesome. Like I said, it's just taken me to the next level. And what I did learn is some really super cool things about Mercury. And I think that that's kind of a fun, basic way to start this episode. I learned some pretty awesome shit. And at first, when I heard the word retrograde, I was like, what the hell does that mean? (laughs) You know, retro, like what, 60s clothes? What is it, like the grade of clothing you're wearing that's retro from the 60s? I mean, Mm -hmm. honestly, that's where my brain went. But so let's just talk about Mercury. It is the closest planet to the sun. I did know that. It has the shortest orbit of all, and it goes around the sun in about 88 days. It's small, and it's not a planet we can ever live on. Because of its rapid orbiting and low axle tilt, it's either super hot or super cold. Either you would freeze or you'd melt away. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I also learned that it's named after the Roman god who was the messenger to the gods. The first mentions of the planet were believed to be around 3000 BC by the Sumerians. I also learned that Mercury really loves the sun, that there's like this gravitational lock between the two. Where over like many centuries, the planet has actually almost slowed down to match the sun. I also learned that Mercury is the second densest planet and that it has the most unique orbit, that it is not circular, it's actually oval shaped. 
it's actually the second hottest not the first hottest the most the hottest planet is venus mm -hmm. it has no seasons i also learned that 40 percent of its core is iron it also has extremely weak magnetic field the weakest of all of the planets so yeah just some fun facts about mercury there were tons more those were just some of my favorite and i thought it was kind of cool i had fun learning about mercury itself and then mercury retrograde what does retrograde mean it means the motion in which a planet appears when observed from earth to be in the reverse direction it goes around the sun three to four times a year it's crazy so it can never be more than 28 degrees away from the sun when it reaches its furthest distance from the sun it changes its direction and it's like no go back go back to the sun so, so it's a smart little shit <laughs> they say that the way it moves is eccentric so the illusion that's what it's about it looks like it's going backwards but it's actually not yeah i, I saw that a lot of people compare it to like two trains that are passing each other it actually looks like one's like going backwards but it's not it's an illusion it's an illusion but, beautiful pictures of that planet that planet mm -hmm. is crazy cool looking it has beautiful colors looks very iridescent and mm -hmm. rainbow love it yeah do you know that you can actually photograph this planet on november 11th you can actually take a picture of the sun and maybe see its little dot that goes by. Oh, wow. I know. It's crazy. Astrology has been around since before Christ. Even yeah. the zodiac is older than 2000 BC. Our ancient ancestors have always looked to the sky to find and define what is going on here on Earth. Mm -hmm. In recent years, there seemed to be an uprise in the curiosity and study of astrology. Back in 150 AD, the Greek astronomer Ptolemy termed the word retrograde in describing this movement of the planets. Fast forward to the 19th century, astrology was growing in popularity. So there was like publications that would say that Mercury retrograde was causing bad weather and described Mercury retrograde as being an omen, like a bad omen. And in 1979, the Baltimore Sun wrote an article and said, don't start anything new during Mercury retrograde. And since then, you'd hear people begin to blame Mercury for everything. And so as the internet became a place for information, in 2009, there was a website that went up. It was called ismercury.com. And this was a place where you could go to find out if Mercury was in retrograde. And as the years went by, it got more popular. In fact, in 2015, there was a website called Good Mythical Morning. They posted a, a video entitled Testing Mercury in Retrograde, and it received 2 million views. And this kind of snowballed from there. Everything that was being posted online, there was thousands of viewers and lots of posts about it. So I'm, I'm almost wondering, was there some sort of moral panic being created mm -hmm. because of all the different postings kind of like in salem witch trials our last episode rumors and lots of media had to do with creating fear in that city mm -hmm. and end up costing the lives of innocent people you're saying like the so the seed is planted right in their head but they see it on tv they see people you know throwing it out there i mean you just sent me a picture of uh, Sephora even has a Mercury retrograde eyeshadow that just dropped a few days. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. And you're seeing a lot of t-shirts, t-shirts and brands. Yeah. What's the t-shirt you have? Blame it on retrograde. So I've heard that 
that's common and it, it's normal. Like for example, Columbine high school shooting, you know, got all of this publicity and it was put all over the news and the, and this one's extreme. And so it just kind of, you know, there was this panic. I think it happened also with police and you, there's all of this media around police brutality and then everyone has this fear around it. But I think what's different about Mercury retrograde is that there's no harm in it. It's just being aware of it and then deciding what to do with it. And so what are some of those things? Uh, confusion, computers, electronics being jacked up, uh, flights delayed, because Mercury is the planet of communication. You know, communication being misinterpreted, emails not going out that we're supposed to. You're going to just have to kind of let go right now when things don't go your way. Go with the flow a little bit more. You're going to have to accept that right now during this retrograde, maybe that you'll have a lack of control. I mean, those are some of the things that I thought of. What about you? So everything around communication, whether that be technology or communication as one-to-one human communication can be affected. So we are lucky to have a guest. She is actually my stepdaughter who has a lot of knowledge on astrology. And get her opinion on Mercury retrograde. Yep. So, um, Peyton, say hello. Hello, I'm Peyton. <laughs> How did you even become interested in astrology? So that's a good question. Um, so everyone knows kind of like their basic sun sign. And that's just depending on, you know, where the sun is, where you're born. Um, but I really started to get interested when I found out that there was more than one planet that influenced it. So it's not just... You know, your sun sign, you have all these different aspects that play into who you are as a person. Okay, so when you say sun sign, you're talking about horoscopes. Yes, correct. So that's the one that everyone talks about. Like when someone says, what's your sign? That's what they're asking is for your sun sign. So did it start for you in high school or did you got a fortune cookie or? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, in high school, I really started to get into it when, when I took an astronomy class. Did you touch on astrology? And I was, you know, super curious. I was like, well, I'm not just a Scorpio. You know, there's got to be more to it. It can be 12 personality traits for everyone in the world. So you took astronomy, and they introduced a little bit of astrology as well. Yeah. And, you know, constellations are influenced by, you know, Pisces, and there's Scorpion, and there's all these other different constellations that line up with the Zodiac, so the history of astronomy it actually started with astrology yeah so that's like how we get you know our constellation what is the nat chart like the natal chart yeah the natal chart is basically just your birth chart and that will show you putting your full birth time so like where you were born when you were born and it'll give you this chart and it'll show like what planets are ruled by what signs and then there's also, like, houses, which is a whole other thing, but... <laughs> okay, so how does Mercury affect people's natal chart? Okay, so Mercury is uh, the planet of transmitting information or intelligence, the, the ability to communicate and to understand. Mercury, when it's in a different sign, can change a lot of things, because... Mercury is how we communicate, it's how we talk to people. 
how we share information. For example, <laughs> Sagittarius and Mercury is a great placement because Sagittarius is all about optimism and it's about expansion, which lines up with Mercury because you're able to express how you feel, whereas like you maybe have like a cancer in Mercury, it'd probably be a little bit harder to explain yourself, you know, that you're more emotion tied, but yeah, that's kind of the basic what Mercury stands for is the transmission of information and then, you know, being able to understand the information. So how is Mercury affecting your horoscope, which is Scorpio? Good question. Okay, so <laughs> Scorpio is an intense energy, as we can all probably feel right now, and that's because it's associated with death, rebirth, um, our sexuality, and also transformation. So all these feelings kind of come up when a Mercury retrograde happens because things from our past start to come up. For Scorpio, because it has to do with all these taboo kind of things, you know, death, sexuality, typically when it's Mercury retrograde in Scorpio, it'll bring out like a lot of truth to light, past emotions, resurfacing, you may get an ex calling you, <laughs> you know, maybe mourn your feelings a little bit because you're, it's a water sign, so, yeah. Okay, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I hope no ex calls you. So, hey, Peyton, a lot of people challenge astrology. How do you feel about that? For me, personally, I don't treat astrology as religion because it's not. It's not following certain practices, and it's not really like that. It's kind of just more of, like, educating yourself, getting to know yourself better based on our stars and the planets that surround us. And okay. You can use it as a tool to get to know yourself better. Yeah, definitely. And you can use it to figure out how you are in relationships, figure out your bad habits, and it just really helps, you know. When you say there isn't proof, you've probably found proof that a lot of the things that are presented to you through the charts you align with and are part of your right. your personality and part of how you are in relationships and your personality traits. So that in itself is probably proof to you because I'm assuming that those characteristics align with who you are. Yes. Some people, people don't resonate with that because it's just your sun sign. You know, there's so much more to the chart than just your sun sign. So I think a lot of people get turned off from astrology is because oh, I don't identify with this sign or these characteristics, so it's fake to me. And that's not always the case. I firmly believe that whatever energy we're connecting with, we're going to see synchronicity in it. I look to numbers. You know, numbers are, are talking to me for some reason. And so the more that my energy is flowing to numbers, the more they show up for me. And what's funny yeah. is that, I don't know if this is for you, but for Lindsay, she is like that with her horoscope. She's very aligned with her horoscope. So whenever she looks it up, it's, it is aligned with her. It's, it's kind of like a, the law of attraction, like what you're putting out there and looking for answers are coming to you. And, you know, because yeah. that's what you're seeking it from. Definitely. Maybe she has a lot of Pisces in her chart, or maybe, you know, she's got a lot of water influences too, you know, that always you know, sways those kind of horoscope things because your sun sign is your ego. You know, it's, it's who you portray yourself outside the world. So people either connect with that or they don't. 
because like your moon for example is your emotions and like how you heal your inner self like who you truly are so the moon sign is actually even more important than the sun or just Some as say yeah yeah wow and it's how you express how you feel to people you know it's how you process your emotions it's like who you really are on the inside like your soul wow yeah i'm gonna get more yeah. into that I remember growing up, everyone told me I was a Taurus, so I was stubborn and I'm, you know, bullheaded. Right. I guess, I guess my question would be, don't you think that if that's a label that you're, you're putting on yourself, then that could also become a negative thing? Because if I'm being told that and my sign tells me that, and that, then maybe I'm just going to always label myself as that kind of characteristic and really I'm not. Uh, Absolutely. And, you know, it's hard too because, each trait has its good traits and it has its bad traits, right? So Mm -hmm. it's like, if you take that information and you think, oh, well, you know, I'm a Taurus, I'm so stubborn, I'm so so this, I'm so that, you know, you kind of mold yourself into that, (laughs) regardless of, it's like affirmations, you know, take it into existence, it will happen. So, well, um, and that's kind of what's been crossing my mind with the Mercury retrograde. So you have this, you know, big group of people that think all these bad things are going to happen because of the retrograde and they plant the seed in your head. So, you know, like Shanna and I talk about a lot, where your attention goes is where energy flows. So if you've got that in the back of your mind, this, all these bad things are going to happen because of the Mercury retrograde, then they're probably going to happen because you're manifesting it. So exactly. with these, the signs, the sun sign and the moon sign, I think it's important to touch base again on what you said earlier. You take what you want from it and you, you know, you, you are the one who gets to control the thoughts based on what it's saying. I don't, you think that's important? I don't know if I asked that the right way. Yes. I think it's very important because it's so easy to just, you know, look at the negative things, you know. For me, as a Scorpio son, um, you know, when people ask, what's your son sign in Scorpio? People always give me, like, a kind of side-eye, like, oh, Scorpios are evil. Like, no. Miss, Scorpios are not evil. I would say Scorpios are passionate. And if you screw one over, you probably won't be friends with them again. But I won't say that they're evil. And, like, cancers are crybabies. Cancers aren't crybabies. They're just sensitive they're more in tune with their emotions not what people are telling you you are because at the end of the day astrology is just astrology it's just a tool to help you figure it out so stick yeah. to who you are don't follow like because I'm a, I'm a tourist i should cook and i should love food and i'm a mess you know and there's so many other things in your chart that make you maybe not as much of a gemini sun or whatever you know like maybe you have more moon influence or even Mercury, like, because Mercury's communication is how we speak to people. So all those planets play a role into who you are. So don't ever think that, you know, your sun sign is just a one thing. I think that's really great that you mentioned that because as a society, the, the sun sign is basically all people know about. And so it's kind of, and it's mm-hmm. trendy. People wear necklaces with their sign. People wear clothes right. with their sign. But the reality of it is, is what you're saying is it's much deeper than that. And there's a lot of other aspects that play into actually um, who you are and how these signs, you know, work in your life. Correct? Right, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, Mercury retrograde is nothing to be scared of. I know that everyone gets kind of paranoid that, 
things are going to go the right way, but reevaluate things, double check things. Mercury retrograde just means that Mercury's slowing down. So, like our, since it um, rules over our communication, our communication slows down, you know, processing information slows down. So, it's all about just taking your time during retrograde and not jumping into things because that's where it can, you know, mess you up or you jump into things that you don't want to do or, you know, big business ideas are probably not the best thing to, you know, jump into right now. But I think technology, just back it up. That's what I would recommend because you never know. Just in case. <laughs> Mercury is pretty powerful. So, I mean, especially in Scorpio, it's like the energies are very high. <laughs> A lot of people debunk Mercury for the fact that it's so small. I think Shanna wrote uh, on our website about how the fact, like, never underestimate the small guy. <laughs> because, <laughs> and I liked that. Because, I mean, look at, I can't believe I'm going to say this. My husband would be so proud of me. But look at Lindsay that plays for the Broncos. He's like this tiny little small dude. And he's fast, just yeah, like Mercury. <laughs> you know, never underestimate the small guy. I think people always say, oh, there's no way it has an effect on us. Because it's so tiny. But the reality of right. it is, it's the closest to us. And three times a year, it does this. Yeah, we, we get the most action from it, for sure. I mean, three to four times a year, and it's last, it lasts almost two weeks. So it's like, it's definitely, it moves around so much, it's hard not to notice that energy shifting, you know? So Peyton, I feel like I've I've been experiencing some technical issues for the past two weeks. So is it common for people to experience this retro shade that I heard of? Yes. So there's a pre-retrograde shadow. So that usually happens two, I believe it's two weeks before the actual retrograde happens. And in the pre-shadow, you know, I really feel like that technology, is that's when it goes out of black for some reason because... For me, too, at work, I mean, I'm a host, I work on computers, and our whole system crashed down, <laughs> and yeah. we have a brand new system. My website went down. I know, it's, yeah. like, <laughs> it's yep. like creeping up kind of thing, it's like warning you, it's like the calm before the storm, literally. People on my Facebook were commenting about how there's like this, this divide between astrology and astronomy, and that... They don't ever, you know, like come together. Do you find that to be true or do you take information from both and do you ever combine the two? So for me personally, how I got into astrology was astronomy. They kind of melt together for me. You know, the fact that Scorpio is in the sun right now, you know, someone that doesn't practice astrology or is not interested in astrology just thinks, you know, the sun is in Scorpio, let's move on with our lives. But for us in astrology, you know, that means a lot for us. It's different energies, it's, you know, all these different things. So I think both of them play a really big part because you're, you are looking at our solar system as a whole, like our planets and our stars and how they affect you, um, astrology-wise, but you're also looking at their positions and where they are and how that'll affect you astrology-wise. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Right, because they are starting to come out with a lot of proof. Like, I, I read the other day that, you know, Jupiter actually can affect our weather. We know that the moon affects our tides. You know, they found out, yeah. oh, we are all energy. We're all made of the same. So, of course, yeah. we're going to feel the effects of it. That's how I feel. 
So not only are we going to be experiencing Mercury retrograde, but actually my daughter and her friends were talking about how the fact it gets dark earlier is really affecting them. You're tired earlier. You just feel kind of off because the sun is going down earlier. And both of those combined together, I feel like could really throw someone out of whack. Mm-hmm. The word lunatic came from the moon. Because people get crazy around the moon. If people don't get enough sun, there's like an actual diagnosis now. That- well, because of the lack of vitamin D. Yeah, there's no vitamin D. <laughs> it's called the sad syndrome. So, I mean, I can definitely vouch for that because I felt depressed living in Seattle. And Seattle has one of the highest suicide rates. Yesterday, my son Connor said, I believe that the moon affects us because the moon affects the tides and humans are made of water. water. But then there's people that say that's not true, that the moon only affects open bodies of water and we are not an open body of water. I can say that I am definitely affected by the moon. How about you, Peyton? Well, it's, it's like when there's a new moon or there's a full moon, you know, like everyone kind of experiences things differently. Like for me... On a full moon, it's all about regenerating, you know, bringing in good energy. But on a new moon, for me, it brings up all the toxins out of my life. I'm the same as you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people experience the opposite, I have found, too. There's no, like, set rule of how you're supposed to feel, like, when the planets, you know, come into position. But, so it's just like, you know, how you feel is how you feel, so... Yeah. Some people are affected by it, and some people are totally unbothered by it. And- hey, Peyton, do you think that an empath, like someone who experiences that here on Earth, would be more um, sensitive to the planets? Definitely, and I think that spiritual healers, things among that nature, they definitely take on a lot more. Because I feel like once you're aware of it, there's no going around it. You keep using the word awareness, and I love that because during my research this week on Mercury retrograde, I was really trying to overthink it and trying to find this proof and whatnot. And then I kept going back to awareness, which is where Shanna and I usually journey back to on all our topics. Because, and I liked the fact that you said this is a tool. So if you have awareness, you just simply have awareness that this is something that is happening then you can choose tools to help protect yourself from it. Right. And if you have the if you have the knowledge to just understand like what Mercury retrograde is, then you know what? Do what you want with the information, you know? Like um, I just think it's important that people are like I said, aware, like that, you know, that it's a real thing. Well, and you know, you said a real thing. I think also for people that don't think it's a real thing and, and think it's just some hokey pokey weird stuff. I think even for them, if they just have awareness around it, then even if they don't think it's real, they can at least chart or journal or just have awareness that maybe, maybe possibly this could be something that will affect them that is affecting them. Right, exactly. Everyone's inclined to how they feel about it. Yeah. I would love to sit with you and have you do my chart and kind of explain to me. Definitely. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to chat with us today. I think it's incredibly awesome that you're into astrology and that you're so gifted with it and able to wrap your head around it because it's something that's really hard for me to wrap my head around. With her, I feel like you 
are very knowledgeable and like I feel like whenever there's a passion like that that is like soul direct soul and purpose yeah all right thank you Peyton and I know your birthday is next week yeah happy birthday if you want to come over to our meditation it's on your birthday but it's on mercury retrograde yeah, I'm down. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. All right. All right. Hon. Love you. Bye. It's amazing how this younger generation is so much more knowledgeable than we are in astrology. Well, not even just astrology, even in astronomy. They're I found open-minded. they are open-minded and they want to learn about both. Yeah. That's what I think is cool. I loved that Peyton said that when she was in high school, she learned about astronomy, which uh, and then they also taught her about astrology. And that's what led her to astrology. I love that. Yeah. I love that they teach both and that they don't just debunk one because astrology gave birth to astronomy. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, the you know, like I said, our ancient ancestors looked to the stars from the very beginning. They didn't have astronomers then to be able to. Can you even imagine? Can you imagine going out on a boat into the ocean and using the constellations to guide you to where you're going? That's terrifying. <laughs> like, know, but it works. thank God I, I was born in this generation and have right. Google Maps. So I would suggest if you are curious, if mercury retrograde is affecting your life if you feel like you are having a ton of misunderstandings and arguments during this time or if you're having a complete technological breakdown then i would start journaling through retrograde it happens three times a year so you have plenty of opportunities to go ahead and test it out yeah just bring awareness to it and you know what? I would love for our listeners to actually share with us if they feel the effects and what they find and what they write down in their journals. But I do think it's a totally lame excuse to blame everything on retrograde. I do too. I mean, because then that's like letting yourself off the hook. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I was late because of Mercury retrograde. Like it's a, it's an excuse to not hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Instead of living by this fear, go ahead and take advantage of maybe what this represents. And that's just slowing down like the planet does and reflect. Yeah, I definitely was overthinking this topic because immediately my brain went into like, I need to find some scientific proof because I didn't have experience around it. But where I was led was back to something that you've always said, Shanna, that we are energy. Mm -hmm. And when I think about that, it's almost like a no-brainer to me, like a duh, of course, everything up there that is holding this planet that we live on together, of course, it's going to affect us. The sun's gravity keeps Earth in orbit around it, keeping us at a comfortable distance to enjoy the sun's light and warmth. It holds down our atmosphere and the air that we need to breathe. I mean, that entire solar system, it's our lifeline. So yeah. to think that that system is not affecting us in any way. We're in the middle of it. We're energy. Yeah. And energy affects energy. Right. So to me, I kind of came to a place of, you know what? Kind of like, just like, duh. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to live our life by it and no. and think that, you know, bad's going to happen just because. It, but maybe just mark your calendar and just pay attention, have some awareness, you know, just in case. Yeah. And like Peyton said, it's a tool. Yeah. It's a tool to help us to figure out. Um, things about ourselves as well. So finding tools that help protect you from it, like maybe slow down. 
Yeah. Maybe, you know, pay special attention to your email that you're sending out or to the contract that you're, if you're a real estate agent, I kept thinking of my sister-in-law, you know, double checking it before you sign it and send it off. Yeah. I started journaling two days ago when it started and already I had a very weird dream that I recorded. I had a dream that some man came and told me that my spirit animal was a dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I journaled. It had nothing to do with you know, my day, but yeah. it had, it was communication in my sleep. Oh, so I never didn't think of that. So I wrote that down. You know, uh, my husband texted us while I was here this morning oh, saying gosh, that yes. his work email has crashed and that he's been having trouble syncing his emails. And he was kind of, you could tell in a panic. And then he jokingly said, you know, could this happen even though it started a couple weeks ago. Which it can. It's which, called RetroShade. Yeah. Which I don't know if you listeners have paid attention, but our website has been down during RetroShade, <laughs> and it's still down. And so, I don't know. Blame it on Mercury. <laughs> I had fun with this topic. I feel like my research is actually incomplete. Yeah. Um, and it led me into wanting to learn more. Yeah. So who knows where this will journey us to? Yeah, I think we should probably just do one on astrology Yeah, altogether because the natal chart is very interesting. And like Peyton said, your horoscope is just a very small part of astrology. Yeah, I had no idea that there was a sun sign and a moon sign. And but yeah, I've always thought, oh, I'm just a Taurus. Right. And I <laughs> guess it does matter, like wherever Mercury is is going to affect you differently. So right now, Mercury is in Scorpio. Mm-hmm. So it'll be, a, you know, a different effect than it was like the last time it went in. So every time it comes around, it's going to be somewhere different. So it's going to correlate with whatever sign it lands on. Yeah. You know, I also wanted to mention something. And this might seem a little far-fetched. But the word illusion was sticking out to me. Mercury is not going backwards. They say it's just an illusion. And that led me to thinking about like magic or those things that pop up on, you know, Facebook or YouTube that you can go on and you can like watch these illusions, like the black and white. And and I started thinking about how when I've seen illusions on magic shows, it causes this effect on me. Or when I do see those trains crossing each other, I actually kind of feel a little dizzy. I feel a little weird for a minute after I watch it and see it. And and especially the motion illusions, you know, I just feel unbalanced. I feel a little dizzy and it kind of, you know, has a full effect on me. I feel off. Yeah. And so I thought about that with the Mercury um, illusion that happens. And to me, that just makes sense. Right. Journal about it. That's what I would suggest. Also, if you're afraid, you know, start seeking inward and get some guidance of protection. You know, call your angels on. You can put your protection on. Your unfuckable bubble. You can carry on some stones. You can... We're going to do a Mercury retrograde meditation this weekend. And if you're local, you're welcome to join us. But it's going to be more or less about protection. Yeah. Protecting yourself, not just from Mercury, but just from everything. And more connecting with how you feel having that discernment. And maybe it is that you'll find that you fell off. And now it's time for Break That Shit Down. Bring awareness to Mercury Retrograde. Protect yourself. Journal. What else, Shanna? You know what? Just research it. It's fun. 
yeah, learn something new about the stars and the planets up there. Expand your horizons. Expand your mind. Expand all the way up to the universe. <laughs> all right. Well, next week we'll be doing a special episode. It'll be dedicated to veterans for Veterans Day. Yeah. And we are so honored to have wonderful guests with us next week. We will be having two, one by the name of Bob and the other one is a good friend of mine named Mary from El Paso, who's not only a veteran herself, but her husband was a veteran also. Amazing. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you will come back next week. If you like what you hear, don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe. Thank you. We rise to lift you up. Thanks for listening.